Hello, you guys. <laughs> I know this is getting to you kind of late, and apologies for that. Um, honestly, the episode that I originally recorded and was going to upload, I felt like it wasn't that the message wasn't clear enough, or it wasn't that it wasn't anything wrong with it. Being honest, um, I just felt like. In this moment, in this time, it is currently 12.14 in the morning. It is February 27th. And I felt like this was a great opportunity for me to just be vulnerable with you guys. Just be open and honest. Um, Just because I'm in a moment of a minor spiral. A minor down spiral. Um, But before I talk about that, I will give you guys a little update on how my life's going. So... Within the past week, I was actually doing really well mentally. Um, Yeah, I was doing, well, I wouldn't say great, but I was in a very good place. And Sunday night, uh, I had just gone back from dinner and I took pictures with my friend. And I got back to my place and I started picking at myself. Remember how I said I'm very hard on myself? Yeah, this was one of those moments where I started to be nitpicky and I got on myself because I was like why can't I find someone or why do guys just keep on seeing me as this body when obviously I have more to offer than that and they know that I have more to offer than that but all they want is my body and I beat myself down bad like to the point where I had sent messages to some of my friends and I was just ranting about like how much I can't stand guys and how much it seems like no matter what I do, I can't be seen in the way that I want to be seen. And it took me just sucking it up and talking to God and I prayed. And when I tell you that prayer, the moment it happened, I literally felt a weight off my shoulder So when that happened, I told myself, you know what, I'm going to fast. I'm going to do something in the name of God. I'm going to do something for God. So over the last five days, and what I'm probably going to continue doing as Lent, um, I'm going to be off social media. The only time I might be on there is to post for the podcast. Um, And the whole thing that, like, I've come to the realization of was that Social media has been a trigger to my down spirals. The reason why I can't look at it sometimes without hurting myself. Not, of course, physically, but, you know, mentally being hard on myself and saying, well, why aren't you this far? Or why can't you get a guy? Like, the whole thing kind of goes back to the whole thing about getting a guy. Which sucks because I really wish that it wasn't such a focal point in my mind, but somehow it is. But I, so I've been doing that and I don't, I only eat between 12 and 8 o'clock. The only time I'm breaking that fast is on the weekends just because I'm usually out and about a little bit more or my schedule tends to be a little bit more hectic during the weekdays. It's a little bit more controlled. Um... And another part of it is along with 
weekdays. Um, I'm not indulging in anything that's like sexual. So that includes music, TV, um, whatever I can control. Um, I'm not trying to be around that. And what I've also come to a realization of was that a lot of the books that I read, a lot of the music that I listen to, hell, the podcasts that I listen to are sex-based. And it's a little bit frustrating that these are constant, constantly around me. And that's why I think about it so much because that's all I'm feeding to myself. So when I remove that from my everyday life, even within three days, I already felt like it wasn't this demon or this thing that was just weighing down on my shoulders. So um, what I also did during this fast was during the first three days, I took the time to finally read the book called Relationship Goals by Pastor Michael Todd. And when I was reading the book, um, yes, I finished it in three nights. I read it as soon as it hit midnight every night. Um, I read about three, four chapters. Um, and when I finished it, of course, there were some things that I didn't agree with. Um, but at the end of it, it put a lot of things into perspective because I've been so hard on myself about being single and feeling like I wasn't loved when I have love in so many different areas of my life. I have love for my friends. I have love for my family. My cat loves me. Like there's so much love around me and I don't appreciate it enough. And when I was reading it, chapter three focuses on singleness and how it's not this curse that there's a reason for this. And I truly believe the reason for this is because Ever since high school, really since I lost my virginity, I've always tried to force my way into some kind of relationship, situationship, whatever it was, because it felt like that was my way to be loved. Even though I had loving friends, I had friends that were there for me consistently and I still treated them, treated them like as if they weren't enough and just thinking about it kind of makes me upset because even now I have these great friends in my life, friends that I consider family. I have girls in my life that I consider sisters. Like these are the girls that will be the uh, godparents and aunts to my children. Like these people in my life give me so much love. And as much as I say I appreciate it, I never truly recognize it. And I continue to be hard on myself for not having a significant other that's giving me that love. And with that, I started to do a little bit of digging into myself because a lot of the time I try to be on like the forefront of things. And it goes back to this whole idea I have about control. I love, I like to be in control of my life. Um, And what I'm starting to realize is that it seems like this stage in my life, I'm supposed to take a back seat and be more of the supportive friend, be there for my friends. Yes, I can still do this podcast and be supportive of my friends. What I'm really looking at at this point is I need to start looking at myself and not look at everyone else. 
that's the whole reason why I'm off social media because I'm really focusing inward on myself. And honestly, this podcast is probably going to turn into my diary because I'm not venting on my Finsta. I'm not venting on my close friends. I'm not doing anything. I'm truly just trying to encapsulate everything and deal with it myself. Yes, I still have friends that I can call up at any moment to talk to. But to be able to have conversations with myself and really dive in and figure out, okay, how am I doing in this moment? What can I do for myself? I'm not going to worry about what anybody else says or thinks about what I'm doing. I'm just going to focus on, you know, what I want. And as I was reading Relationship Goals, the next chapter focused on dating. And when you think about dating... You think, okay, casual dating, Tinder, Bumble, whatever you're you're looking at. Instagram DMs for all I care. And maybe it wasn't in the fourth chapter. I'm not really looking at it in this moment. But he talks about the difference between intentional dating and conventional dating. And it brought back a rule that I had wanted, actually a rule that I had done in high school which somehow I threw away once I got to college. But, you know, I'm a little bit fast-paced. I've said that before. In the book, it said you need to go through the friendship stage or the stage where you get to fully know someone before you begin a real relationship with them. And I've always said... I don't want to sleep with someone until I've known them properly for three months. Until I know that we've been seeing each other exclusively for three months, nothing is ever going to happen. Because I'm trying to learn something about you. I'm trying to even figure out if we're compatible before we even get put in that position. And as I read that chapter and as I read just that section... I started to think about how many things in my life I could have avoided if I just followed that three-month rule. Three months with my ex-T, well, I probably would have never dated him. (laughs) Three months with the guy that I hurt my freshman year, well, I did do three months with him, but it wasn't exclusive, and that was on my part. Three months with someone that I actually genuinely cared about a lot and things didn't work out, I think they still would have went the same way if I'm being honest. But what I'm pinpointing is that three months to get to know someone is so crucial before even diving into bed with them. And I really wish I focused on that more because I feel like a bad habit of mine has been, well, as as. I'm sorry. As soon as I talk to someone and I get to know them, even if I get to know them within a week, I'm like, okay, well, I already know I'm physically attracted to you. And I may. I'm so sorry. And if anything, I may, you know, say, let's Netflix and chill so that we can at least lay in the same bed together. I won't necessarily sleep with you, but I would put myself in a position where you know if something were to happen it could happen and those are also the times when I get my feelings hurt because I did not know this person well enough for them to even be 
laying next to me in the same vicinity, any of that. It's just a lot of it, a lot of the book just really like spoke out to me because I was like, wow, I've been doing so many things wrong. And I've been, I always preached about this one thing. And now look at me years later coming back to the same thing. And now another aspect of it was sex. It's funny because I said I wanted to step away from sex, yet I'm reading a book and it's talking about sex. Well, that was a slap to the face. But what the book was saying was that, you know, God made sex to be between husband and wife. And as someone who lost their virginity at a time when she didn't really, she knew God was there, but didn't fully believe in God and didn't believe that he was putting her through this for a good reason and after I lost it I had continued to use that as my way to rebel that was my way of if anything was going wrong in my life well I'll use sex to distract myself and I'm so sorry and with that Sex has always been revolving around me. And it's frustrating. And I'm really trying my best not to get emotional because, y'all, I can't cry. I have these new lash extensions and I'm not trying to mess these things up. But sex has always been an escape for me. That's been my go-to. So after my ex, T, and I went on a celibacy journey... I realized how much sex was involved in my life and how that controlled so many aspects of the relationship because everyone would always say like, oh, what what kind of sex is the best sex? Oh, makeup sex is the best. Like sex is used as like, okay, so you've been acting well. All right, I'm gonna give it to you. Oh, we just uh, got in a fight and now we're making up. Well, this is how we're going to make up. Like, this is, like, sex is so, <sighs> it's just taking us over. And as I get older, and especially now, and I think a lot of this is just coming to me as I'm really preparing for my future. Sex is, as much as I love it and as much as I love to indulge in it, I know for a 100% fact that once I graduate college, I'm going on a true celibacy journey and I don't plan on having sex again until I'm married with my husband. And no one knows about this because I haven't told anyone about it, but I felt like after reading that book and some might say, well, why don't you do it now? Because I know in this moment, I can't do it. And it's not because I'm choosing not to, it's more because I'm in an environment that breeds sexuality. There's sex all around me. And for what I know is going to happen within the the next year and a half, I know I'll be in a place where I don't have to worry about sex 24-7. And also, because that's going to be my gift to myself, that's my graduation present, keeping myself... And growing closer to God. Because what the book pointed out was that there's 
God is in a relationship with you. So when you go to sex with go ooh, go to sex with someone, when you go to have sex with someone, not only are you having that relationship with them, but that your relationship with God is in that relationship as well. So when you're laying in bed with another, you're laying in bed with God as well. Think of that awkwardly. Think of that. If that's the kind of threesome you want, yikes. I don't know what to tell you, but learning that and just thinking about that, I just realized like I can't keep on hurting myself. And honestly, I might start the journey sooner. I just, you know, it's easier to plan out the future um, when it's not, you know, breathing down your neck, even though that's really not that far. But away from my journey with my um, fast, this week I've been out every single day, whether it be getting food, I've just been around my friends, and I came to the realization, this is one of the reasons why I had a, a spiral, was because I, as much as I'm trying to be more social and be around my friends, I can't do it every day. I'm not the extroverted girl that came to college, came to the North Carolina A&T State University campus back in fall 2018. I'm not that girl anymore. And honestly, it's a little frustrating But at the same time, I love the person that I am now, though I have a lower social meter. Oh, oh my gosh. I have a lower social meter. I just enjoy time with myself. And I think what I also need is time to go home and just be away from here. Because, yes, Greensboro is my home, but I want to go home. I want to be around my mom. I want to be with my cat. I think that's who I miss the most. I miss my cat. I miss his fluffy fatness, little chubbiness, and I'm excited to see him. I miss my bed. I miss being in an atmosphere that felt safe and I think some of it also comes from the fact that my room isn't 100% me and I don't really know how to make it that way and I feel like some of it kind of got messed up when I was bringing the wrong people into my space another thing that I actually did was I saged my room and that's the first time I've ever done anything like that and I'm probably gonna do it in the morning because I feel like I'm trapped and I can't fully describe why I feel that way but that's just kind of how I feel in this moment like as I sit here I'm literally sitting on my floor of my bedroom and I feel trapped and it could be because my door is closed but my door is closed at home and I don't feel trapped so hopefully I can get that put together I think a lot of it is just because I need to just realign and that's what this week has been about and I think that's why I said like I'm probably just gonna do this fast for for Lent and potentially because originally I didn't even think about doing it for Lent um 
though I'm a Christian, I don't, I've never done Lent before. Um, and originally I was just going to do it Monday through Friday and do this like maybe like once or twice a month. But now I really just want to stick with it for who knows how long, just because I want to feel back aligned. So I think the first place to really start with is doing my wall. And I told you guys about my wall. I have a a words of affirmation wall that I've been putting off. I actually, my vines look good on the wall. I had, um, the way I put them up originally, I didn't like it. I thought it looked really stringy. So I redid it and they look better. It's fuller. And now all I have to do is make my index cards And I feel like I have a little bit more motivation to do it now that I've read the book because it gave me plenty of Bible verses to refer to. Um, And I kind of want to go on on a hiatus. Now, this hiatus doesn't necessarily mean I won't be posting on here on my podcast. But I know since I'm going home very soon, um, that whole week before I go home I don't plan on socializing that's really a time where I just I'm keeping myself away from everyone because I obviously don't want to catch COVID and you know potentially bring it back home to my mom or anything or my brother and also because I've been like I said I've been out and about recently and it's very draining it's very um it's a lot (laughs) It's a lot, and as much as I love to talk, I'd rather just talk to people over the phone. <laughs> um, and maybe it's because I need to see some old faces, some people I haven't really talked to in a while or I haven't seen in a while. I feel like that's, that's exactly what I need to do. But like I said, remember, I'm taking a supportive role. I'm backing away from, you know... Not, I'm just not going to go out as much. I might, you know, hang out with someone like once a week, maybe twice. But I'm not going to make it a priority. I think just from now on, I'm really going to focus on myself. Um, yeah, that's really it. Um, before I end this episode, did you guys really think I was going to go through Black History Month and not even mention it. But here's why I didn't really mention it. Black History Month, as though, you know, the white people complain about it, black people complain about it, complain complain about it as well. I'm sorry I'm messing up. I'm not even going to edit this. You guys are just going to hear every single hiccup, cough I have in here. Black History Month, is irrelevant to me and that's gonna be very unpopular but here's why I say it black history month is irrelevant because every day I wake up I am living black history every choice I make every decision everything I say anything I post anything that is black history why because who knows I could be shaping the future I don't know what the what the future holds (laughs) I don't know anything about the future me talking on this podcast could be influential that's black history and the reason 
why I just don't believe it is because it's literally like, hey, we're going to finally give them recognition. Well, you should give us recognition 365 days a year. (laughs) I didn't know what I was saying. You should give us recognition without us even asking for it. You should talk about it without us even asking. How are you going to talk about U.S. history and not really get in depth into black history because last time I checked black history is what makes up U.S. history but oh y'all ain't ready for that conversation me living breathing walking everything that is black history and it needs to be recognized but I'm not asking for the white man to recognize it I'm waiting for it to just be unanimously unanimously said (laughs) i hope you guys enjoyed all my stuttering my um mistakes my coughs i promise i don't have corona i just had a little hick in my throat i guess but this has been another episode of a walk with grace podcast and i hope you guys enjoyed me being vulnerable and i know you guys can tell that my tone changed from the very beginning of when i recorded this to now because As I was recording this, I got a couple of phone calls, so I had to, you know, stop, talk, and, you know, come back. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you want me to do more of these more vulnerable moments where I just kind of talk. If you guys want me to do an episode focusing on my beliefs, um, everything with religion, I feel like that would be a great next episode, so I might just go ahead and do that next episode. But I love you guys so much. Make sure you follow the Instagram at A Walk With Grace Podcast. Leave a rating. Please subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your moms. Tell your dads. Tell your siblings. Tell your aunties. Tell your uncles. Tell everybody because this is a family, and I love you guys so much, and I will see you guys maybe next week I can't even give you like a definitive time because like I said I might go on a hiatus so if you guys don't catch me next week March 5th guys it's already March you guys will see me hear me really on March 19th (laughs) so bye you guys I love you